Blog Talk Radio.
or you can go into the chat room uh, as well as check out our website at www.prayerinternational.org. And if you need to email us, we're at prayerinternational.gmail.com. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. And uh, Brother Paul, you there? Yeah, I can hear you. Um, uh, do you want to open this up in a word of prayer? Sure. Let me uh, okay. finish these last words here. Um, hallelujah to everybody. To God be all the glory for um, what we're doing here. Um, it's Chris and Chano. Chris and Chano. And myself will always tell you. Myself will always tell you. Um, we're regular, everyday guys that put on our blue jeans and strap up our hunting boots, um, just like anybody else. Um, we've all had miraculous moments with the Lord. Um, Jesus has called us out of the darkness um, into his royal priesthood. As the word of God says, he would do. And uh, as Christopher used to tell me when I entered into the kingdom of God, because a lovely man of God named Derek Nelson, because of the light in his life and the salt that he presented as a man of God, he led me to the Lord. And then I ran into Christopher, and Christopher used to tell me I had the same Holy Ghost he had. And believe me, it took a while to comprehend it, but one day I finally took the ball and ran with it. Hallelujah. He was right. Um, We posted some notes on the board tonight um, wanting everybody, Singapore, if you'll go sign in to www.prayerinternational.org That way we have your country on the map on Prayer International. That way when we intercede during our own present time throughout the days. Whenever we see Singapore, we can lift um, Singapore up to the Lord because his word says that for us to stand in the gap, he'll do whatever we need. Um, that's Ezekiel twenty-two thirty and John fourteen fourteen. Anything we ask, he says, I will do it. Period. So, um, sign in to Prayer International on our website so we have you on the map so we can intercede in prayer for you. Um, if Jesus, our Savior, has touched your heart, blessed your ministry, healed you, provides you with the prophetic word, please go to the testimonial um, on the, go to the website, you'll see testimonials. Um, give us your testimony so people around the world can see what Jesus is doing, the ordinary, just regular old strap-on-the-boots guys. And, of course, so everybody knows, our lovely wives, our helpmates, whether you hear their voice or not, my wife is right now standing in the gap, praying in the Spirit for me, for Christopher. 
for Sean and for all of our loved ones to come on the line. So, uh, hallelujah. We can't we can't do it without them. Um, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you, Father God. We love your word, and we keep his commandments, your commandments, Jesus. And Lord God, you love us. What it says in John fourteen twenty one. We declare in Prayer International God's word. Now repeat that. We declare in Prayer International God's word. We declare that God's word affects everyone in our life here at this platform every day. Hallelujah. Amen. Number one, we put the word of God first. We put the word of God first place in every radio broadcast and every decision that we make. Number two, we earnestly pray that God's will be done in everything we do. As it says in Matthew 6.10. Three, we obey the laws of love. We love the Lord in Prayer International. We love our neighbor. And we love ourselves. As it says in Mark 12, 30 and 31. We come out from the kingdom of confusion and live fully in the kingdom of heaven on earth. As it says in Second Corinthians six seventeen, we never alter the word to fit carnal desire or lifestyles, regardless of what country, what nation, what city that we may be lifted up, and our lifestyles conforms to the word. May our voice. Be strong and clear. And may our lives be as bright as light. And may we hold forth the word of life. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the platform. We thank you for Blog Talk Radio. We thank you for all of our partners that so seated in this ministry. We thank you, Father, that as we have ministered the seed that you have provided us, we thank you that you have given us the revelation to teach and minister the true meaning and revelation of seed faith here at Prayer International. In every conversation and everything we do here, all of our words, they create pictures and memories. What one word, as we found, may mean to someone else. We wanted to minister the word of God that it ministers to everyone so that everyone gets the same revelation. We serve here with excellence, and excellence is the highest level of quality that the Lord Jesus Christ has for us presently available. And for all of you that have Become partners with us. We thank you for your generosity and understanding that the revelation of seed faith that you may have is just simply 
sowing something that God has given you in exchange to create something else God has promised you. So, Heavenly Father, as we pray for the lost, as we pray for the nations, as we pray for the cities of the United States of America, Lord God, we pray that thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth through us as it is in heaven. Lord God, we thank you for all of our show guests. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the platform. Lord God, we ask you to anoint every word that proceeds the lips of our mouth, because your word says that in the tongue is life and death, and that we will eat the fruit of there, thereof. So, Heavenly Father, I want to bless Chris. I want to thank Christopher for coming out of his comfort zone tonight. Christopher works a full-time job just like everybody else, and while everybody else is at sleep and you know, cuddling their pillow and their nice soft blankets and everything. I want to thank God that he has given Christopher the extra strength to push forward, to press in, and push through the barriers of the works of Satan, to share his glory, to share God's glory, to share the supernatural healing power of the Lord Jesus Christ and anything that God downloads to him Heavenly Father, his revelation and the prophetic word with the mantle of prophecy that he has over his life. Lord God, we give you all the glory. And I want to thank Christopher. I want to thank Sean. I want to thank Prophetess Sharita Baring for, I really don't know what it is that uh, when roll call comes at 10 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time here in the United States of America, um, we have these guests that are here present. And um, I pray that the words that we minister to each of you, from um, our guests in Singapore, um, the Lord loves you. He will reward you. Obviously, we're doing something right. I, I honestly believe it's just that we just, we're real guys. We share the word. We're not trying to just force doctrine and uh, theology down you. Um, we're actually just sharing what the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, has done in our lives. Hallelujah. So we love everyone of you. Um, uh, we pray that everyone goes to Skype. S-K-Y-P-E sets you up an account. Um, if... If you do not have the ability to call long distance or get smart VoIP, um, at some point I'm going to go ahead and set up a Skype page, or Christopher, you can, or Sean can, so that people can Skype us, Skype to Skype, which is free, and we can bring them on to the radio show live on the air that way. I think our guest in Singapore was having trouble with smart VoIP, but she can set up a Skype account for free, and from Skype to Skype, we can get her um, um, uh, on the air live with us. I want to hear her testimony. So, Father God, we just 
thank you for everything that you're doing with Prayer International. Um, and we thank you for all the men and women that show their life um, with us. Amen. 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 Um, so, if you have a testimony, um, which we're already getting testimonials in on the uh, Prayer International at gmail.com, please um, visit our website and um, you can, I'm typing as I'm talking, but you can go to the website. It's got a, uh, a section, a page for testimonies. Um, if God's healed you, if, if Christopher has been downloaded a prophetic word because of the mantle over his life and he has ministered to you with things that are going on in your life, please go to our testimonial page and send in your testimonials because you know, even though people may walk with the Lord, you know, if you just go read Mark four, you know, once we become believers, that's when Satan is you know, he don't have to go to work when you're of the world because he already has you. But when someone like us leads you to the Lord or you're already walking with the Lord and um um uh you just go read Mark for it tells you all about it. And uh, that's when that's when the enemy, that's when Satan, it's time to him to go to work. So um, send in your testimonials uh, at the website. It's by the blood of the Lamb and the words of your testimonial sets you free. But even though we may be Christians and people may be Christians in church, you know, um, just because you go to church don't mean it don't mean you're full of the Holy Ghost. It's no different than me going out in the barn out back and walking in there and being a donkey. You know, uh, yeah. I can, I can yeah. go out in my barn in my backyard, and I guarantee if I come back in, I'm not going to be a donkey. So, um, hallelujah. Uh, we want to thank um, our uh, Wendy. We want to thank Grok. I thought I saw Grok here a little bit, yeah. Um and everybody, hallelujah. Um, if, if everybody can, go, uh, you know, some of you may want to, some of you may not. You know, some of you may want to be private, you know, uh, incognito. But, you know, it's kind of nice for people to go out there and fill out their um, blog talk radio pages, you know. Um, let's just know a little bit about you. Let's just you know, help us pray a little bit more in detail about you. Um, unless the word just gives, you know, one of us, you know, gives Christopher, you know, unless he downloads him an email from heaven, which he's, which he's known to do a lot. So other than that, hallelujah, it's uh, Thursday night. Um, uh, is Sean going to be with us tonight? Uh, actually, I think, Sean's going to be out tonight. He's taking some time um, with family. And, uh, so he'll be back tomorrow. Uh, it's fine. So it's just me and you and whoever calls in. And Tracy. Tracy's here tonight. Hallelujah. How you doing, Tracy? I'm good. How are you? Good. God bless. Um, God bless you. So we have my lovely wife on the, on 
there with us tonight. She's going to be interceding and just, you know, checking out the chat room and, and that sort of thing while we're doing the show. Um, but, you know. To answer one of the questions for Singapore, um, whenever you log into the um, uh, website, it automatically will, at some point, you'll be able to go back when it refreshes, and you'll see the star where Singapore is. If you yeah, can. hey, Paul, yeah. on, on that, they've actually got to go to the live show page tab because the uh, the tracker is on the live show page. It's not on the home page. So they actually okay. have to click on the live show, and then it'll pop up. Okay, so uh, Singapore, if you'll go to the live show page and sign in there, uh, then we'll um, uh, be able to. So automatically, yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I put instructions in the chat room too, and if, if anybody wants to go in there, just so we know where you're calling from or listening from, uh, we've got our live show page. If you go to our website, you'll see a tab on the right hand side. Uh, at the top, you'll see a tab on the left-hand side uh, across the side of the page. You can go to either one of those that say live show. It'll pop up a little map on the corner of the left-hand side, and you'll see, you know, your city or your country, wherever you're, you know, checking us out from. So. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Paul. I just wanted to make sure they need, you know, how to get to that if they need to. So. Well, what we're trying to do is, is the Lord put on my heart as I was telling Christopher, um, and as the Lord has put on His heart, you know, it, it at some point this is going to be a 24-hour prayer line where every hour we're going to have a guest on there. Um, uh, I believe that probably there will be a day that Prophetess Sheree DeBerry will have her own hour that. The Lord will give her to um, come in here and pray for an hour. You know, just do like we do. Um, but um, Christopher wants to build the platform out where we have a 24-hour platform. And the Lord put on my heart to start praying for all 205 sovereign and non-sovereign nations. So um, um, if you go to the blog site, you'll see that in the tongue is life and death, and you'll eat the fruit thereof. Um, and there's a lady there that has some rice, and she speaks, thank you over one jar of rice, and you fool over the other. It has the stickers, and she puts them on the deal, <laughs> and you'll see for yourself. It's awesome. Um, I'm actually going to do the exp- – I'm actually going to do this next Friday – uh, I'm going to go by the charge this week, and I'm going to take it to Promise Keepers Men. And then I'm going to take two charges to my church and show them what this does. Now, for some reason in my spirit, you know, that doubting Thomas wants to come in me. <laughs> I just wonder if it's going to do the same for me as it does for that lady. But I, I know it is, you know, uh, because in the tongue is life and death. And that's what the Word of God says. So... Uh, hey, go ahead, Christopher. Tracy? Yeah, I, you want to say anything? Okay, well, you know, something I was thinking about when you were talking about that experiment. We actually did some research on YouTube, and if you guys ever want to go to YouTube or check out the rice experiment, it's called the Masamoto Rice Experiment. 
Many people have done this experiment, and they videotaped it or documented it uh, by video uh, in different ways. Mostly YouTube will have quite a few different entries. But basically, it, you know, everybody gets a little bit different results, but typically the same thing happens. The, the one that's labeled thank you or the one that's labeled love or the one that's labeled good, and you speak over it, it, it stays pretty much intact, you know, for a, a quite a period of time. The other one that's labeled bad or too full or, you know, just it says hate or hateful words on it, and you begin to speak those negative words over it, then that uh, culture of rice or whatever you want to call it, that, that you know, the rice in the jar, that actually molds or mildews or it's just amazing. So people have had different results. But typically, they're all getting the same results. The one that's spoken uh, to you negatively rots or ferments or just turns into mush. And the one that's spoken over positively in some type of way uh, stays intact. And so, you know, you can go and see other people that have done these experiments too to see that it's not just one case. And so I just want to put that out there. So I think, Paul, you're going to find out. You may get a some different results depending on where you do the experiment. Like, you know, the one at Promise Keepers may be a little different than the one at your church. But typically you're going to see the same consistency in the results. So I just want to put that out there for people. You know, check it out. You know, what this is doing is what we're finding out is science is finally catching up with the Bible, you know, in different areas. You know, we can look at the universe and see it's expanding and see what's going on there and realize, you know, that we're catching up with the Bible in, in that realm. We can use these practical experiments to study things like the power of our words or the power of negative thought or the power of, you know, positive or negative reinforcement and see what kind of results it has not only on our condition, but even on an, on an inanimate object, you know, something as simple as rice. And what you can see, and, and one thing they said about this, uh, and it's very interesting, uh, they talked about the fact that it's really the water in the rice that actually begins to change. And the way they relate that is that our bodies are primarily made up of water. And so as far as the human physical condition, the physiological uh, physiology and anatomy of the human body, that actually changes and can either change for the good or change for the bad depending on the power of prayer or the power of your words spoken over. What it does is those words actually affect the water, which I don't know how they figured this out, um, but it actually affects the, what happens to the water. So anything that's made up of water is affected by words, and I'm sure other things too. I'm sure they're going to find out other things later on with these experiments. But the fact that we're made up of water um, – Literally, the power of the word, the power of that positive or negative has reinforcement, even in the way our prayers work, too. And so the reason we put that on there, and I, I'm not going to stick on this, uh, is you know that, like Paul said, that in the Proverbs it says that we have life and death and the power of the tongue, and that we eat the fruit of it. You know, we can speak life and receive life. We can speak healing and receive healing, or we can speak negative sick words, you know, words of defeat, words of discouragement. And next thing you know, we start getting defeated. We start getting discouraged. Things in our life start going in a negative way. So it not only affects the outcome of a situation, it not only affects our 
mental and emotional state, but because of the ability that words have on something like water, our, the power of our words can actually affect our physical bodies. And so I thought that was really interesting. Obviously, the Lord knew all that when he put it in there. Although, you know, we don't have all the details in that in the Bible, but, you know, as we begin to study and do research and things of this nature, we start finding out, you know, truth is relative truth, whether it's stated in the Bible or not. You can go out and even non-Christians are doing these experiments and proving these things to be true. So, you know, it, it's just interesting to me that, you know, when God says something, and, of course, theoretically we know, you know, that the Lord is truth. He doesn't lie. When he speaks something, it comes to pass. But to actually see it and to actually experience it and see it happen in even a non-Christian environment or a non-religious setting, but just even in the reality of, you know, how it works, it's pretty amazing. So I just encourage everybody, check out YouTube. Uh, check out the, the website. We put a daily devotional on our website that, that talks about that. Try the experiment for yourself. Wow. Um, you know, whatever, just to help you realize. Yeah. Well, what I'm wanting to do. Go ahead, brother. Um, I'm going to call one an alcoholic. You drug addict, you junkie, you'll never change. You're always going to be the same. And then I'm going to look at the other one, and I'm going to go, you know, you're a blessed child of God. You are a Jesus. Amen. God loves you. Everything you touch will prosper. Thus says the Lord in the name of Jesus. You are a child of God. You are the potter. He is the potter. You know, you are the clay. He is the potter. And we're going we're gonna to literally speak those words over him because I hear all the time how people always say, oh, he'll never change. And... You know, I can tell you that I've got two kids in my neighborhood that when I moved here, I didn't know any of their history. Um, they had long hair, goatees, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. But when a police officer sees you, you know, they're going to bust a U-turn. They're going to pull you over. They're going to dig. Um, and I told them, I said, you know, I said, you guys may not realize it, but I said, you know, they're, they were 17 then. Um I said, but it may be cool to have long hair, and Jesus had long hair, you know. Um, but when the police officers out here see you, they're they're going to harass you. They said, well, we were already being harassed. Da 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 da. They have to get in their personal life. But I said, you know, I talked to their grandparents, and we hadn't been living here maybe two, three weeks. And me and their grandparents, you know, I we talked about it, and I said, well, let's. I said, the Bible says. That if two or three shall gather, um, um, you know, um, that, uh, you know, that whatever we ask in Jesus' name, it shall be done. So we prayed for them. It wasn't two weeks later, they came, one of them came home, and he had his hair all cut like a regular boy's haircut. <laughs> you know, and, and we still sit and laugh about it, you know. Um so, you know, and I've got a kid at my church, you know, um, he's in another church now. He's got, ta he's got sleeves of tattoos. He's got earrings in his eyes and his lips. And, 
you know, if you if you take his bottom lip and you look on the inside of it, it has truth. And when you see this guy, you know, the carnal flesh of us looks at him thinking, "Whoa!" I ask him, you know, um, did you um, um, did you get all those tattoos in prison? He said, "No," you know, and he was dating the associate pastor's sister. Well, now he's married to a, uh, a pastor's daughter <laughs> in the town next to us. So, you know, um, though he may be a pure, outright man of God, um, I can't remember the guy's name that uh, used to play in um, um, all, um, you know his name, Christopher, the guy that played in the hard rock band and now has all the sleeves of Jesus and everything all on him. Um, he's got a book out. Um, Corn, the guy. Corn. Was he? Was he from Corn? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So you know, now, believe, understand that you can have blue eyebrows and all that, you know, and you can still be a child of God. But but when the police officers look at you, it's a different story. So. You know, I didn't know anything about these young men, and we prayed for them. And, you know, I, every time I see them, I'm like, wow. I just look at God's work in them, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, they were hurt by the church. They pulled out of church because the church judged them. And uh, these kids grew up in Royal Rangers, and, you know, um, because of the church, um, both their grandparents don't go no more. Their father don't go no more. They don't go no more because of the judgmental and uh, uh, perspective in the church. So all this ties into our words. You know, our words should be to lift up and encourage one another. So, um, you know, um, uh, <laughs> uh, now uh, oh, uh, uh, our, our guest from Singapore is asking Minister Grock, is, is he dyeing his hair blue? Now, I wouldn't put it past Minister Grock, but to tie his hair blue. He's a hard rocker, but he's a man after God's heart. I know that. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, um, you know, uh, it's, the fortunate thing about it is, is God charged God because he's a sovereign God because he created us when we was in our mother's womb. Um, he judges us by our heart. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, you know, when I came to the Christ, I did not want to put up my Doobie Brothers. I didn't want to put up my Leonard Skinner. I didn't want to put up my Almond Brothers music. And I told God, I said, God, if you really are who you say you are and you want me, bro, you're going to have to come up with some good music now, you know, uh, the only Christian music I heard was some old hymns, and that just wasn't rolling with me. And um, so, you know, God put people, you know, like Kim Walker and Carrie Job, just the name of two, or just a couple of them. And maybe when we play some music here, my brother Christopher can reach into his Holy Ghost-filled library of uh, Holy Ghost-filled worship and... Um, um, uh, pull out some good music. Hallelujah. And amen. 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 
Um, first thing God did is he took me out to Steve Solomon's church. And, um, uh, you know, every one of those guys have a testimony, I guarantee you, okay? And when I started hearing the music that they were playing out there, I thought, wow, you know, I was only four months walking with the Lord. So, um, hallelujah. Well, what kind of music do you have for us there, Brother Christopher? I got a lot of music. Um, I'll tell you what, let's break for a song. Yeah. I'm going to put on some Holy Ghost, uh, something good. I think we're going to go uh, burn for you for a minute. Check this one out. This, are there, do they have blue hair? So we're going we're gonna to break. <laughs> do they have blue hair? <laughs> they might. Hallelujah. They might.
Uh, well, praise God. Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. Just taking some time to worship the Lord and uh, just get into his presence. So, you know, uh, amen. You know, sometimes you just got to stop and, and take some time. You know, the Bible says in Psalm 100, in fact, let me just read the whole thing to you. Um, I like it better that way. Really, there's just one verse I want to focus on, but it's so short that I might as well just read the whole thing. Uh, Psalm 100 says this. It says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you lands. That means every nation. That means wherever you're at, whether you're in America, Australia, Singapore, Canada, wherever you're at, uh, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. It says this, verse 2, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. So that's how we come before his presence. If you want to get into his presence, guess what? Start making a joyful noise. Start singing. He says this, verse 3, Psalm 100, verse 3, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. Just puts it out there. Lord, know that the Lord is God. It is he that made us. See, it, it, it makes it real clear that God's the one in control. You didn't make God in your image. She makes you in his. And it's funny how... In our society today, we try to reduce God to, to our image. You know, religion does. Not not wholehearted Christians that love Jesus with all, all their hearts. We know the truth. But, you know, religion tries to reduce God to man's image. But it makes it right, clear right here, Psalm 100, verse 3. Know that the Lord, he is God, and it's he that made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Verse 4, enter into his gate. And this is my favorite right here. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endureth to all generations. Now listen, the reason I'm, I'm sharing this, and that was Psalm 100, verse 1 through 5. It says this in verse 4. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. That means if you want to get in to the place where God is, if you want to get in the gate, see, heaven is not going to be filled with unthankful people. Heaven is not going to be filled with people that have no gratitude towards the Lord. Heaven is filled with people that are filled with thankfulness, filled with graciousness. They have an attitude of gratitude for the things that God's done in their lives. It tells you right here. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. And enter his courts with praise. Now, I, I want to add this. It doesn't matter how much you sing and how much you, you thank him. If you're not washed in the blood of Jesus and if you're not born again, you're not getting in the gates anyway. Okay? But if you claim to be born again and you claim to be washed in the blood and you claim to be a child of God, then God says, come on into his gates with thanksgiving and come on into his courts with praise. So, you know, I just want to put that out there. That's why we worship. That's why we take time to put music on the show. That's why we take time for that. You know, we may have, you know, a message. We may have a prayer or something we want to do. But, you know, we've always got to bring it back. If God's not here, if his presence isn't going before us, if his presence and his glory is not meeting you, and you're not encountering him on the show, then we're doing this in vain. 
if you're not experiencing the living God, when we take the, the couple hours of night to do this, and, I, and you know, I'm not out here every night, but when we are doing this throughout the night, um, you know, it's in vain if God's not building it. It's in vain if his spirit's not here. See, the Bible makes it clear. It's not by might. It's not by power. But it's by my spirit, says the Lord. It doesn't matter how, how much might, how much strength and energy we muster up on the show, okay? If the Holy Spirit is not meeting us, then we're laboring in vain. And so that's why we encourage everybody on the show to worship God. Encourage everybody on the show, pray and do community, get into a, an atmosphere of his presence and his glory. The reason we do this, one, he commands it, but two, there's, there's fullness, there's joy in the presence of the Lord, there's full, fullness of joy. That is, right hand, there's pleasures forevermore. And if you're going to ever enjoy your salvation, if you're going to ever enjoy this this life with Christ, then get rooted in worship, get rooted in thankfulness, get rooted in praise. Let it be your life source. Because, see, you know, when you do things for people, when they exhibit gratitude, you know, when I do something to bless somebody, I don't do it expecting that person to give me something in return. Now, I do expect God to reward me because he says, give and it shall be given. So I, I, I expect where does it say that at? That God's going to keep his part of the deal. Where does it say Listen, that at? Given it shall be given? Uh-huh. Luke 638. Really? <laughs> that, was it. that was the first scripture I learned. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 It says, given it shall be given, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Shall Good measure. And give unto your bosom. Good measure. And it's a good measure. The thing is, when you give, give a good measure. Now, I'm not turning this into a giving thing. I'm talking about giving to God praise. I'm talking about giving to God an attitude of gratitude for what he's doing for you. And, you know, when, when I do something for somebody, I don't expect them to give me, but I do expect God. But listen, when they're thankful and they're gracious and they, they act like they, they're just pleased, that I would go out of my way or, or, you know, go above and beyond or whatever I do. And it's not about what I do, okay? That's not what I'm saying. But it makes me want to give more. <laughs> when I do something when I do something for my wife, and she's gracious about it, she, she's grateful. You know, she, she, she shows me her appreciation. It makes me want to keep giving to her. And, you know, we're created in the image of God. It says, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more does your Heavenly Father want to give? So we know God's a giver. And we know clearly that God says he, he rewards and, and appreciates gratitude. And if you want the blessings of God in your life, and you want to keep the blessings of God in your life, and you want to continue to flow in them, then develop an attitude to gratitude. Develop a thankful heart. Develop a grateful heart. Don't take your salvation for granted. Don't take the word of God for, for granted. Don't take your your church or your Christian fellowship or whatever you're doing, or maybe this is all you have for Christian fellowship. 
But don't take this for granted because there's people in other countries that are getting their heads cut off doing what we're doing right now. There's people in the countries that are lining up and putting them in front of firing squad just because they said Jesus out of their mouth. And I want you to think about that. I have to think about that. God wants to be gracious, grateful, people with attitudes of gratitude. And so don't take what he's given us for granted. Don't take, if you're here in the States, don't take it for granted. And even if you're there in Singapore and you have the ability to praise God right now, don't take it for granted. And I'm not going to, you know, stay there. Okay, I'm done with that. But I just wanted to put that out there. Psalm 100, 1 through 5, God clearly outlines, you know, how we worship, how we come to him, how do we get in the gates, how do we get his presence. And a lot of people, they're not experiencing and they're not encountering God because they haven't learned to worship him with grateful hearts. But if you can learn to worship him with a grateful heart, I promise you, he'll meet you where you're at. He'll meet you where you're at. So, Brother Paul? Um, uh, oh, no. Um, I was going to say, we need to pray for prophetess. Um Okay. Um, Sharita Barry. Okay. Sure. Um, for some reason, there's a reason why, because she is involved in full time ministry. <laughs> you know, hey, let me tell you something. Uh, it, 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 it behooves me, it blows my mind that here we have a woman that is in full time ministry, a five fold ministry. Okay. Right. Um, it's one thing to have to get the healing or a prophetic mantle, um, um, but whenever you serve God in a five-fold ministry, and I, I couldn't imagine what it's like, um, but um, have no idea even knowing. And I see someone like her come on her blog talk radio consistently. You know, obviously there's something that we're saying. I don't know what it is. Uh, because I believe me, there's all kinds of blog talk radios that we can go to and listen to. But um, obviously, you know, we have ministered to her in some form sure. or fashion. Um, if Tracy feels like it, you know, because she's a woman, she hasn't prayed for her. Um, um, uh, for Sharina, we both have. You know, I don't mind praying for her, but... Um, you know, Tracy feels like it. Um, have her pray for her, or you, or or. She actually stepped out for a minute. Okay. Uh, we had a, you know, we broadcast from our home. In case anybody knows, we we had a dog issue, so she stepped out for a minute. I'm not sure when. She, okay. She died, but if you want to pray, we, we can definitely pray for Providence, and then if she comes back later, we'll we might send a prayer for you. So. Uh, maybe maybe we ought to play that song. Who let the dog out? <laughs> Yeah, we don't have that one in our playlist. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't even have that in the library, do we? Um, I, I, I bet Minister Grock, he probably has that uh, song on his uh, CD on his uh, in his library. <laughs> what do you think, You got who let the dogs out? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Minister Grock, he has it. In, he has it in punk rock. 
in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And if you want to continue to pray, Paul, go for it. And then uh, we'll just see where we're at. Yeah, I'd like to uh, pray for our brother, Minister Grock. Um, I noticed that Minister Grock daily um, is, you know, he's in the Word. Sure. Um, you know, what? what's funny about God is God uses crazy people like us. And I can assure you, um, I would like to hear Minister Grock's testimony one day. Um, you know, I know God's touched him and pulled him out of darkness. Uh, I can guarantee you that. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, and, and that's what's funny about God is because, you know, there are people that I can talk to that God opens up doors to me. Um, but I guarantee you that men at my church and men at Promise Keepers would never be able to minister to because they haven't been tested by the fire that I've been tested by. You know, they sure. haven't. They haven't been in the messes that I've been in, you know. Uh, when I tell these guys that Promise Keepers, my testimony, my testimony, you know, they they, they don't know how to grasp it. Um, so that's why, you know, somehow by the love of Jesus, when I pull up to an intersection, you know, and I see someone out there and, they're about as crazy looking as you can get. You know what I mean? Um, right. You know, I, I always want my wife to pull over and let me out so I can go over there and give them some money and bless them. But at the same time, you know, ask them, can I pray for them? And believe it or not, some of these people, you know, they, they smell like alcohol and cigarettes are sitting out there. You know, they have a sign that says red lobster would be wonderful. McDonald's will do, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I gotta say that I give God glory for downloading such revelation to somebody like that that's so hard out that they're willing to say Red Lobster's great, McDonald's will do. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you know you can go out there and they smell like liquor, you know. Uh, and then all of a sudden they start talking about the Bible to me, and they know more about the Bible than I know. Um, and you know you can rededicate them to the Lord. But, you know, I, I would have to say, I, I, if I was born and raised in church all the time, you know, um, I don't know if I would have the same love, you know. So uh, I know that uh, Minister Grock is out there, you know, working with abusive teens. Um, he's working with the young and the youth. And, um, you know, that's, that's, you know, really not the easiest thing to do, you know what I mean? Um yeah. So let's pray for him. Nobody's been praying for him. Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight boldly to the throne of grace. I thank you, Lord, that you give us the words to pray over your son and over all of our guests tonight. Um, Lord, I don't know why these children of yours keep coming in our presence. You know, your word says that we are to be the light and the salt of the earth. Uh, we're just regular up guys that, that love Jesus, um, who has called us out of darkness, uh, who has blessed us, who, who has allowed us to um, operate in, you know, gifts of the Lord. Um, Heavenly Father, as we lift Minister Grock to you, Minister Grock 
in a minute, I want you to get you some anointing oil. I want you to take your glasses off as I pray here. I'll give you time to go get it. Um, hey, if it's WD-40, transmission fluid, it don't matter what it is, we're going to lift it to the Lord, and we're going to pray over your eyes. But, Lord God, I just ask you that you pour your spirit in the minister grog, that you replenish every bit of his spirit, Heavenly Father. Um, Lord God, we just ask you, as he, as he moves into a new season of ministry, that you give him all the revelation, that you give him the words, that you give him the love, that you give him the energy, that you give him all the supernatural gifts of the Lord, that you give him that laying on of hands ability, you give him a prophetic mantle, and that in the name of Jesus, that you give him the gifts to be a seer, a visionary, Heavenly Father, Lord God, we just call on your angels. We ask you, Heavenly Father, that whatever ministering angels that, that he needs in his life, Heavenly Father, that you provide them, Lord God, that your will be done on his life, in his life, as it is in earth, as it is in heaven. Heavenly Father, if I, if I, if I, if I speak out of, uh, if I make a mistake, forgive me, okay? Um, so, Lord God, I just ask you that everything that his hands touch prospers. That all these young children, all these young adults, all these youths, Heavenly Father, in the realm of music that he is walking in, Heavenly Father, um, that you allow him to be the light of the earth, the salt of the earth, Heavenly Father, that you hold him up as a lamp for Jesus as he walks into the Lord. Your word says that you will lead the steps of a righteous man, Heavenly Father. Lord God, as we pray for your son, Heavenly Father, as we pray over his eyes, Heavenly Father, um, Lord God, you created the man. And Heavenly Father, we call on the optometrists of heaven. As we walk in the Spirit, Heavenly Father, as we talk in the Spirit, Heavenly Father, I thank you that by the blood of Jesus, Heavenly Father, that we can call on your name simply and truthfully because of the crucifixion that happened at Calvary, Heavenly Father, that because you sent your only begotten Son who died for us, that we would not perish, that our body would not perish, our vessel would not perish. This is your body, Heavenly Father. And that because we can call on your name, because you sent Jesus to the cross, we now walk in victory. Your word says, according to Scripture, in First Peter 2.24, and by the stripes of Jesus, he's healed. It says in 103.3 of Psalms that all diseases, that all diseases will be healed in an ever. Yes, Heavenly sir. Father, as we minister to minister rock over the Father, Heavenly Father, he lays on his eyes, God, at all, in the name of Jesus, 
same Holy Ghost power in us. Remember now that John the Baptist, as he baptized Jesus, we lift that water, we lift that oil to you, as he applies it through his eyes, Holy Father, we bind and we curse the spirit of infirmity. I command you, Spirit, to get out, leave those eyes in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, as he lays his hands on his eyes, Heavenly Father, we speak a created miracle in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. As I always love the way yes, sir. John Hunter prayed, very simple. Lord God, we call on your ministering angels, the optometrists of heaven. We speak a created miracle over the cornea of Minister Grock's eye. We speak a miracle over the iris of his eye. We speak a created miracle over the pupil of his eye. We speak a miracle over the interior chamber of his eye. Heavenly Father, we speak a miracle over the lens of his eye. We speak a created miracle over the solera of his eye, the choroid, the retina, the macula, and the optic nerve. Heavenly Father, as we lift the eyes to heaven, as your word says, Heavenly Father, you, you had the storehouse, created us. You created the optometrist here on earth. As your word says, thy kingdom come, it will be done in earth through us, Heavenly Father, as it is in heaven. As we lift these eyes to heaven, we ask the angels to go to the storehouses of and bring in the eyes that fit your son, Minister Grock. I command 2020 vision in the name of Jesus. I command 2020 vision in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I feel in my spirit that he is farsighted. I feel in the spirit, Heavenly Father, whether the eye needs to be shortened or lengthened to fit his need for 2020 vision. We thank you, Lord God, that your word says that he is healed. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that your word says for us to stir up the Spirit of God in us by laying on hands. As we stand on Matthew 8, Heavenly Father, the same faith as the centurion had, it will be ministered today, tonight, over the phone, Heavenly Father, and that he will be made whole, Heavenly Father. Lord God, as he lifts his hands on his eyes, his new eyes that you have given him, Heavenly Father, he will see 2020 vision in the name of Jesus. And to you, Lord God, be all the glory. Amen? Now, um, look, thank Jesus for the healing. Whenever you go to church Sunday, I want you to take the sacrificial seed and sow it into your own church. Um, plant that seed in your own church. If it's your church, if it's uh, the church that you, um, you know, are a member of, uh, plant a seed, take a sacrificial seed, and sow it into the youth ministry of your church or on the church of your of your of your choice. 
Amen. Um, I can tell you that I prayed over my mother-in-law's eyes. Y'all heard last night. You know, hey, right after a Rodney Howard Brown Great Awakening tour uh, day of street evangelism, and uh, God healed my mother-in-law's eyes. She's 75 years old, and um, to God be all the glory. Uh, my my mother my mother-in-law, she heard. And her too. Huh? Yeah, and her too. I said and her. Yeah, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, hey, so uh, Grok. Um, I want you to go, and I want you to get a uh, go get something to read, Minister Grock. And I want you to go get like a newspaper or something that's got real fine. Go, go get a, 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 a box of cereal, and I want you to go look at the print on it. I want you to thank Jesus for the new eyes that he has given you, okay? And then I want you to be the one of the ten lepers and go to the Prairie International website. Give us your testimony. Don't go where, you know, whenever you've got a discernment here, and whenever you tell everybody that God healed your eyes, just understand that the devil's going to tell you, oh, no, no, he didn't, no, he didn't, you know. So block your ears. Just be sensitive to who you start praising Jesus about your eyesight. Because they had a minister on TV that went to a miracle service in a tent revival, in a, in a, or a, a member, and he went in a wheelchair, and he was walking across the stage after God healed him, had his wheelchair up over his head. Well, the next day, his pastor went to go visit him at his house, and he walked to the door and answered the door, and his pastor says, hey, he said, I saw you last night. He said, yeah, come on in. Well, by the time the pastor left, the pastor was able to get up and walk to the door and leave, and his member was back in the wheelchair because, you know, the enemy used the pastor to go put that curse back on him. You follow me? Um, so the, the devil don't want you to walk around telling everybody that you got your eyes healed because he loses the battle because he's here to steal, kill, and destroy. So um, let me see what... Minister Grock has got to say here. I've got so many windows open. Um, yeah, sometimes you have to be discerning on who you share your testimony with, who you share Christ with, and, and don't take this wrong, but Jesus made a statement. He said, don't cast your pearl before swine because it just gets trampled underfoot. Amen. You know, and sometimes certain people do not have a capacity to receive all spiritual truths. Now, they can grow into the capacity or, or they can be stretched uh, and they can grow into the ability to receive, but not everybody's at that place. So sometimes we've got to be very discerning in how we minister to people uh, because sometimes they can't handle it. Sometimes they're just not at that place of faith uh, or some teaching, some teaching was a half-truth or a partial truth or not a complete teaching about the way the Lord heals today or, or whatever. And so they get stuck in this box, and it's hard for them to receive because they've already made up their mind. They've already got their doctrine laid out. They've already got their theology laid out. And God's got to do it this way. He's got to stay inside the, the parameters of our box. But, you know, God doesn't work that way. Religious people do, but God doesn't. And so we need to get God out of the box. We need to stay 
stop limiting uh, our vision. We need to stop limiting, you know, our understanding. And we need to just take God at his word. Amen. If he says he's a healer, if he says he's a healer, then the problem is not with God being the healer. The problem is either the person ministering the healing, the person trying to receive the healing, or there's some kind of mental block or maybe some type of assignment that the Lord might give you to receive your healing. Sometimes we ask God for, for a blessing or a miracle or a healing, and he gives us an instruction. He gives us an assignment. And he, as we're obedient to the things of God, then, then we walk in those healings. Let me give you an example. Uh, and, of course, Paul knows this. I throw a lot of scripture out. Uh, if you know where this is, find it. Okay, but Naaman the leper, okay, had leprosy, which is why he was called Naaman the leper. And the prophet came to him to minister healing to him. And the prophet told him, go dip in the Jordan River seven times and you'll get your healing. And of course, he didn't like that. He didn't like the instruction that the prophet gave him. In fact, he went back and he began to complain about it. And the servant tells him, listen, if the man of God told you to go dip in the River Jordan seven times, then go do it. Why would you deny, you know, your healing? And sometimes we don't like the package. Sometimes we don't like the minister. We don't like the church. We don't like the message. We don't like the way the person lives. Uh, there's all kinds of things that can keep us from our blessing. But, you know, if you'll just begin to take God at his word, and when you listen to a man or a woman of God declare the word of God to you, take it for what it is. At least take it to the word of God and check what they're saying. If, if it's in the Bible, then begin to seek the Lord on it. Begin to open up your heart. Because just maybe there's some things in the Bible you haven't experienced yet, but it doesn't make them untrue. And it doesn't make it not any less real just because you have not had that encounter yet. And so if you'll keep an open heart and you'll stay open to the things of God, okay, you'll see a lot in God. You know, there's a a lot of people out there that are teaching truth, but they're only teaching half-truth or partial truth or incomplete truth. And even what we're teaching on the show, it's not all there is. You know, we don't have full revelation on everything God's doing. You know, we just read the Word of God, and we share with you as the Lord reveals things to us. We read the Word of God, and we testify what the Lord's doing in us. Or we testify what we're seeing the Lord doing in others. But that's not everything that God is doing. You know, even the Bible itself says there's not enough books in the world to write down all the things that just Jesus did. It doesn't have to do with the, the Old Testament prophets or the book of Acts and everything that happened after that. Okay, just the works of Jesus alone, there's not enough books to write it all down. That's what the Bible says. So what that tells me is we're never going to have the full revelation of who Christ is, of who the Father is, of what the Holy Spirit's doing until we get to heaven. So if you're not sure about something, you know, study the Word of God about it. You know, check. There's enough going on in the world where, you know, people are having experiences all over the world with God. It's not just happening in one church. It's not just happening in one state. It's not just happening in one country. 
It's not just happening in one denomination or organization. People all over the world are experiencing healing. They're experiencing the presence and the glory of God. They're experiencing dreams, visions, and prophecy. Some of them are having visitations by angels. Unfortunately, some people are having visitations by demons, whether you believe that or not. Okay, and, and we need to pray for those that they get delivered and healed. But see, there's more to this life than what we see all the time. And there's more to this life than what we experience all the time. So we need to begin to just seek God for truth, ask truth to be revealed, and always take it to the Bible, always take it to the Word of God, no matter how spiritual it sounds, no matter how nice it sounds or good it sounds. So I always check what some man or some woman of God is telling you by the Word of God and make sure it lines up with Scripture. And I can tell you this, we, we make a point, whatever we teach, share, preach, testify about, when we have guests on our show, we, we try to scrutinize ourselves and make sure that what we're sharing with you, we can back up through the Word of God no matter what it is. Okay, so always go to the Word of God and make that at the center, the center most uh, absolute foundation in your life. And then you'll be able to gauge what's the Holy Ghost and what's not. You'll be able to discern what's from Jesus and what's not. And so I just wanted to share that. But, you, you know, sometimes we don't like the package. We don't like the instruction. The problem's not with, with God. And the problem's that not, not that God's not doing these things anymore. God's still doing these things. So I just want to share. Amen. So go ahead, brother. Um. I would like to pray for a friend of mine. Um, his name is Monty. Spelled M-O-N-T-E. Monty, the, when we first moved to Kansas, we stayed at his motel. And this is one of my challenges that was put in my life. Um, we moved here in January. God gave us a clear opening to get here in between snowstorms. Um, a friend of mine, I slept at his house the night before I left, and the Lord put in his heart to build a room for the prophet. And he built a room for the prophet for him to live in it. But it ended up that I was only able to sleep in it one night. And we got up the next morning and came home or moved to Texas or moved to Kansas, excuse me. And when we got here, we stayed at this motel. The next morning I got up and the shower head was all clogged up. Um, I mean, the water just dripped. And, man, I thought to myself, I paid $54 for this room. That old man came up in me. You know, I called the front desk, and by the time I called the front desk, the Holy Ghost came on me. And I was very nice. And as I was doing it, God gave me revelation to unscrew the, sh- the shower head and start tapping on it. And when I was talking to the lady that answered the front desk, I was already tapping on the shower head. And, uh, 
his, his Monty's wife, Barbara, started telling me, well, we put a new deal on the water here because in these out of here, there's a lot of calcium in the water. I mean, it's just horrible. Um, and they put this electrolysis uh, deal that breaks down the atoms in the water so all the built-up years of calcium in the pipes were coming out of the, all the, the orifices of the water. You know the you know the sinks, the shower heads, you know everything, and it took a while to get it all out. So they was daily having to clean them. So fortunately, I was very nice to his wife. You know, uh, years ago I probably wouldn't have been as nice, but um, so these people have came into our life. Um, they you know have been like spiritual mother and father to us. They're 62 years old. Uh, they're the only people that we socialize here. And, um, uh, you know, the other day when I was helping him tear down a house, I kicked a board and a nail went through the end of my big toe. You know, it was actually the second one, but but it went in the end of my toe, up underneath my toenail and out the top of my toe. And um, I knew something happened. And then I saw that big old long nail that went through my boot and through my toe and out under my nail and up the top. And I just said, Jesus, I never had any pain. I went and pulled off my boot. And you can see where that nail went to the end of my toe, up underneath my toenail and out the top. And, you know, I just said, in the name of Jesus. And he's looking at me like, what did you do? He's walking away going, oh. Well, I said, grab the chainsaw. He's wondering why I wanted him to grab the chainsaw because I was going to pour the chainsaw gasoline on it because it's redneck Novocaine. You know, it cleans it. You know, when you're tearing, you know, when, when you're, hey, when you're on a, 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 a site where a house is built a hundred years ago and, um, um, uh, you don't have nothing out there, you know. You just, you know, you grab redneck novocaine and it was chainsaw gas, and I rubbed it all on my toe. I put my boot on, and he walked away, and uh, he was singing "Victory in Jesus." And to hear that guy sing that, sing that was a miracle, okay? Because he don't always talk that way, but you know. So anyway. Um, he kept asking me, how's your toe? And, you know, I, honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, my toe has never bothered me. My uh, my whole toenail is gone now. I had a, while I was out there, I just went ahead and I ripped my toenail off because I wanted to, when I ripped that toenail off, I could pour that gas on my toe, you know, and it never hurt. It still didn't hurt. He said, what are you going to do? He thought I was going to go to the doctor and um, um, uh, get a tetanus shot. And I told him, no, I'm going to go home. I'm going to get my wife to lay hands on it, and it's going to be healed. And believe it or not, I don't have a toenail right now, but you can see where that nail went up into my toe. And uh, uh, my wife laid hands on it. God healed it. It's never bothered me. Um, and so this gentleman here, I want to um, pray over his life. Um, you know, it's possible that he's going to be selling his motel. Uh, I, you know, I want God to give him favor. Um, and, um, uh, on finances, I want God to supernaturally bring 
a business owner that wants to buy it, a business owner that's wanting to give him more than what he wants, or at least what the asking price is. Uh, we have a, this big power line coming in, and he's got an RV campsite he built. Um, I want God to give him revelation on on uh, uh, a good price for all the leasing and everything, and um, uh, that, that God just pour out a blessing on this man, because I'm going to tell you something. Um, if I need anything, he's there for me. Um, if I need him to come help me, he's here for me. And both of us are that way. You know, I'm helping him tear down his house because of, uh, uh, an acquaintance of ours was supposed to do it and didn't do it, and now he's in prison for, you know, some stupid decisions. So, Chris, if you want, pray for Monty um, sure. and Barbara for their finances. Um, you know, they got to pour out a supernatural uh, okay. blessing on them and, um, you know, the, the bring in the harvest as far as people to rent rooms and, and to fill up his uh, uh, RV spots. All right. Well, Father, we just give you praise right now, Lord, and we just thank you and we give you all the glory. And Father, we just declare tonight that you're a provider, that you're a good God, Lord, you're else to die. And Lord, right now, we just lift up Monty and his wife, Barbara, to you, Father. And Lord, we just declare, Father God, you are providing and taking care of their lives. And Father, you are the God of more than enough. And that Father, in Jesus' name, we just pray financial favor of them. For all their business decisions with this uh, hotel, hotel situation that they're in. Father, we pray, Lord God, that they would receive more money out of it than, than what they're asking for, what they're looking for. Father, that you would turn this into a huge blessing for them in the name of Jesus. Father, we're asking, Lord God, that you just work things out according to your riches and glory, Father. Use this whole situation to minister to them. Father, turn their financial situation around where they've got more than enough. More than enough. Lord, you're the God of increase. You said that if we sell first your kingdom and your righteousness, all these things will be added. So, Father, bring addition and multiplication to their lives. And we pray, Father God, that you just give them wisdom and understanding it and concerning their business dealings, that you give them discernment concerning all decisions they would make over this uh, and, Father, we just ask in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would just use this for your glory, Father. We thank you for this couple, for Monty and Barbara, Lord, being a help to Brother Paul and, and being a light, Lord God, and just uh, being there for him. And he mentioned, Lord, we thank you, Lord God, because we know when, when we do for others, Father, that you do for us, Lord. When, when we take care of your family, Lord, you take care of our family. So, Father, we just pray, take care of their family. Take care of Monty and Barbara, Lord. And we just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Um, um, Grok, now that God healed his eyes, he looked out the window and he saw his car. He said it wasn't as good a condition as he thought it was. (laughs) So now he's decided that he may need some prayer. So that the Lord will let him move his, so that the Lord will let him sell his car. Um, he didn't realize that the front end was all crashed. 
He must have been praying in the Holy Ghost, driving down the road and hit a telephone pole. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, he needs prayer for his car um, and prayer over his uh, moving. So, anybody out there want to pray, Tracy? Um, yeah, I'll, yeah, she's not back. She, she stepped out. I'll, I'll pray for her. So, you know, pray for God. Father, Lord, we just give you praise. Lord, we thank you for Mr. God tonight. Lord, we thank you, Father, for his service. We thank you for his devotion to you, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for his life and his ministry. Father, we pray right now in Jesus' name, Lord, that you would provide for him, Lord. He's in a time of transition. And, Lord, we thank you, Father God, that you're speaking to him, you're moving him, Lord God, you're working him into your plan, Father God, with this new ministry, Father God, and everything that is uh, waiting for him. Father, we just declare right now in Jesus' name that you're opening up a job for him in Jesus' name. That you're opening up a situation for him, Lord God, where he can see this ministry come forward. And, Lord, right now he needs a car. Right now he needs some practical things, Lord. So we just pray for his car situation, Lord. That, Father, you would provide for him, Lord. Speak to a man. Speak to a woman. Work out the situation, Father God. Lord, just deliver a car to him, Lord, however you need to do. Father, we just call it in right now from the north, south, east, and west. That you're going to speak to a man, speak to a woman. Speak to somebody that's got a car that's just sitting there that they don't even need. But they can just get it to you. Father, we just thank you, Lord. You're a giver and you're a provider. And we just pray right now, Father, that as Minister Gross faithful to you, Lord God, with the things you ask him about, Lord, with his time and his service and his tithing and his everything else, Lord, we pray, Father God, that you would just begin to provide for him, Lord, in every area, especially in this financial realm, Lord, where he's in lack. We just declare you're breaking the back of lack and you're bringing increase into his life, that you're turning things around, Father. We just declare a turnaround, a divine turnaround, that you would just turn the situation and point it in the destiny and direction of your will. Right now, we pray your kingdom come. We pray your will be done and minister God's life. Lord, we pray that, Lord, this move with his parents, use this uh, to strengthen his relationship with his parents. Even though we don't understand why you've got us doing certain things, we don't understand the season that we're going into sometimes. And sometimes we don't even, you know, we, we can't see your deliverance. We can't see your salvation in the midst of it yet. But, Father, we pray, Lord God, use this in a mighty way, Father, to to strengthen Minister Grok's relationship with his family. Use this, Lord, to, to geographically position him for increase. Lord, he doesn't know why he's going to his parents' house, except in the natural, it looks like there's a lack of money and there's a there's a deficit somewhere. But, Lord, you are moving him. His steps are ordered by the Lord. He's a man of God. And you said that our steps are ordered of the Lord. So right now we just declare, Father, you are leading and guiding his steps. Even though he doesn't know why or, or what's going on in this situation, like he knows you're in control. He knows you're in control, so we declare, Father, you are in control. You're bringing increase. You're bringing finances. You're adding to his ministry. You're bringing this vehicle. You're healing his eyes. And, Father, we thank you, Lord God, 
that you're speaking a hope in the future for him. You're speaking prosperity and life over him. You're speaking fullness and increase over him. And we agree with you, Lord, tonight. You said if two of us are more agree, not only would you be in our midst, but you would do it. So, Father, we say do it, Lord. Let it be done. Let your will be done. And let your kingdom come. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, I'm looking at Grok's CYI Worldwide. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where that town is. Um, what town are you from, Grok? Um, you know, there's, there's a small delay, so he may not hear you for about 20 seconds. Right. So keep that in mind. Um, uh, when we ask questions, there's sometimes like a 20 delay. Um, Minneapolis. Huh. Poor guy. Um, they yeah, haven't man. had as much snow this year. They're about like everyone well, else. God. Hey, if you're listening, this is Prayer International Radio. You can check us out on our website at www.prayerinternational.org. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Well, God bless. Yeah, bless him. Um, he yeah, he knows how to ice fish. Um. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Let's see what's going okay. on. Um, um, uh, hallelujah. Moving to North Carolina. North Carolina's nice. NASCAR country. Um, well, um, let's pray over you, Christopher. That sounds like a delivery. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, that sounds like a, like a delivery, man. Like an exodus. Coming out of church. What's that? Do what? Let's, say that uh, one time. let's pray over you. Huh? We're gonna, I'm going to pray for you. Okay. Um, Heavenly okay. Father, we thank you for Christopher. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for his lovely bride, Tracy. Lord God, we give you all the glory for calling him and his wife out of darkness into your royal priesthood, just like he called me and my lovely bride, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we ask you, as Christopher has been delighting in your love to move into a new season in the full-time ministry, Lord God, we ask you that you download him the needs, the revelation that he needs, Heavenly Father, to carry out the gospel for your glory, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we ask you that because your word says that you minister seed to the sower, um, and I know your word says that we are not to give praise to ourselves, but let other men give praises to you, to them. Um, Lord God, I know with my own eyes that 
Christopher and Tracy are sowers. They feed the poor. They clothe the naked. They serve water to the thirsty. They provide shelter to the homeless. They feed your children at Thanksgiving. Um, they do any and all they can in ministry, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, because Lord God, have you had poured into their life. Heavenly Father, I truly believe that you can trust your son with the pulpit, that he will not let you down. Heavenly Father, he will give you all the glory. He will share his test and his mess to send a message for your glory, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, as he moves into this new season, we ask you that you pull in your sheep to hear his voice from the north, south, the east, and the west. As he moves into this new season, Heavenly Father, we ask you, Lord God, that you will sit him in green pastures along the streams of living water in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we ask you that you will pour out a blessing on his ministry so that he can preach the gospel in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we thank you that everything that he touches will prosper in Jesus' name. And we declare, Heavenly Father, that all that he does, that he will walk upright in the ministry so that you will be glorified in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, we just give you all the glory and all the honor in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Um, uh, let's see Amen. here. Um, we've got a gentleman. Well, um, we. I would like to be able to, when we close tonight, to be able to close, make sure that everybody that's online goes to Prayer International website. Um, if you have a testimony, if you felt God touched you tonight, um, put it in the testimonials. If you were healed tonight, uh, put it in the testimonials. When you get healed, put it in the testimonials because the blind man that was told to walk, the blind man that was told to walk to the pool of Salaam, he wasn't healed right then. Um, Sometimes we don't get an immediate healing. That's right. So continue to walk and praise Jesus continually okay. throughout your day, Grock, uh, for the healing of your eyes, your finances, whatever it may be. Um, um, so. Uh, Thank you, Portal. Amen. Um, make sure you know your friends and family. Go ahead, Chris. I mean, just start thanking him for it as if it's already been done. Do it in faith as ridiculous as it sounds. Just because thank God for your deliverance. Thank God for your for the, the new car that's coming to you. And I'm speaking to God. I'm speaking to anybody that's listening, though. Whatever your situation is, wherever you're at, God says we're supposed to call things not as though they are. In other words, even though in the natural, it may look horrible. We need to start speaking with faith. We need to start telling taking our situations on by faith. Now, it doesn't mean be ridiculous about it. But just begin to praise God and thank God that he's already done it. Jesus is 
when the word says it's finished. So it's not like you're, you're, you've got a bad theology if you're already thinking for it. Jesus on the cross said it's already finished. And that means your salvation, your healing, your provision, everything. It's all included. Okay? And if Jesus says it's finished, then it's done. Then by faith, just begin to thank him for it and receive it. And eventually, the manifestation of it will come into your life. Sometimes it happens immediate. Sometimes it happens gradual. Sometimes it's just a progressive increase. But nevertheless, just have a thankful heart. Begin to thank him for it. And it'll exponentiate the blessing. It'll expedite. I'm sorry, I used the wrong phrase. It'll expedite the blessing if you just start thanking him for it now. So, and man, sorry, brother. I just had to get that out. Yeah, go ahead. I, what it's all about. Um, you got to press your way in. And then we've got five minutes. So I don't know how you want to direct this up. I'm going to let you take the last four or five minutes and close out the lead that you felt in your heart. So uh, go for it. Well, first of all, I want to thank all our guests um, for coming on, sharing their time with us. Your precious time. Because believe me, I, I know it's precious. It's midnight. Um, uh, I want to send a word of praise over to Papa Moses in Houston. We ask the ministering angels, angels in the name of Jesus to go to Houston to minister to Papa Moses, Taku Ayuk Moses. Um, we want to lift his mother, his wife, Mama Taku Moses to the Lord. We want to thank God for healing him um, in the name of Jesus. We want to thank God for healing Mario Pedraza out of Fort Worth, Texas, um, in his healing. Um, everybody, um, go tell your friends and family if they need prayer, we're willing to still in the, stand in the gap for them and praise. Give God praises for all their needs in the name of Jesus. Um, you know, thank Christopher and Sean. We ask um, that the Lord touch Sean. Sean's been working on the website. Um, so, uh, other than that, uh, Minister Grock, thank you. Um, we thank our guest from Singapore, Ophelia. Is that right? Yep. Ophelia, God bless you. Yeah, that's right. The Lord loves you. Um, we ask him to touch you in amazing ways. Um, send in your testimonies. Mr. Grob, God bless you. Um, we give God praises for my mother in, in Garland, Texas, Carolyn. Um, we thank God for blessing her. We give him praises. We ask God to continually praise by um, um, uh in prayer and thank God for healing my niece Amy. Uh, we command in the name of Jesus that her kidneys will be whole in Jesus' name. And um, thank you everybody again um, for being here with us tonight. Uh, Minister Grog, God bless you, young man. Um, you're doing an awesome job. God knows it. 
him be the glory. Touch those kids you're ministering to. Keep up your Facebook work. Um, and make sure you tune up your guitar. Hallelujah. So, Chris, you can turn on some music. Amen. Or give them the, the last minute feel. Sure. All right, man. We're going to go out with some, some worship. So, God bless you guys and have a good night. Fill us with the truth and righteousness. 